Hello, my name is Erica Shea, and you are tuned into Slay, where each week you and I turn our attention inward and reflect on ideas intended to help move you into a state of inspiration and empower you to take decisive, proactive action toward achieving your goals and reaching your highest potential. Today, we are talking about the transformative journey of lowering personal defenses, those mechanisms and behaviors that can manifest as guardedness, resistance, deflection, or even avoidance, hindering our growth and creating barriers to our connection with others and most importantly, our higher selves. If you are someone seeking to cultivate deeper connections, maybe elevate your communication or interpersonal skills, someone who wants to fortify their resilience or just hit the unlock on gifts that you know you possess that are just lying dormant within, then this episode is for you. Let's get into it. Imagine a world where we could all truly just be ourselves without the need to put up walls or wear a mask in order to protect us from insecurities or Um, just vulnerability. We didn't feel exposed by sharing parts of ourselves or naked or judged. Just a world where we can embrace who we are, our authenticity without fear of rejection, and just focus on developing genuine connections. This to me would be the power of lowering our defenses. You see, In our journey of personal growth, it is often the barriers that we create or that we choose to see that hold us back from reaching our full potential. Only through consciously lowering our defenses and adjusting the lens through which we view the world are we open ourselves up to new experiences, deeper connections, and profound self-discovery, something that may seem counterintuitive living in a world that just subtly influences us to put walls up and shield ourselves We are unconsciously conditioned in a way to guard ourselves as a response to dealing with negative experiences, Uh, you know, betrayal, rejection, or just emotional wounds that have left these invisible but ever-present imprints on our hearts and on our psyche. Many of us have, you know, created a facade of strength and perfection, just concealing what is within, concealing what we perceive to be any insecurity or weakness in order to compete with societal expectations that oftentimes just promote these ideals of strength, of self-reliance, and hyper-independence. We find ourselves in self-preservation mode from the fear of emotional harm or just being taken advantage of and as a result, have erected these walls to protect ourselves from potential pain, not fully recognizing that the choice only limits our ability to form deep connections and experience genuine intimacy. It all boils down to just this overwhelming fear of being hurt in some form or fashion, which causes these not-so-desirable or supportive habits to be adopted that not only prevent us from fully engaging in relationships, but in reaching our full potential. We unintentionally find ourselves leading lives of mediocrity due to a choice to not say or not do something that is honestly really important to us, but that scares us or that we are just unable or unwilling to face knowing the stress that could come with it. 
it's just another form of self-sabotage that we think we're using to protect ourselves, but that really only stunts our personal growth, which is exactly why the value of consciously lowering defenses cannot be overstated because it's through the act of doing so that we are able to create space for authentic self-expression and the creation of meaningful bonds with others. It's where we open ourselves up to new experiences and opportunities for learning, where we confront our fears and challenge our limiting beliefs and embrace personal transformation. It is a practice that allows us to cultivate greater sense of just self-awareness and self-acceptance, a practice that allows us to drop the armor we've been carrying and truly see ourselves for who we are, embracing our strengths, weaknesses, and imperfections with some compassion and kindness. So despite how uncomfortable it may be, the point of this episode is just to invite you to really entertain the idea, whether you struggle with trust issues or you know, you're seeking just uh, a, your next level of growth or you're aiming to enhance your relationships, your interpersonal skills. You want more fulfilling connections with people. You're looking to overcome fear or whatever it is. The practice can help you unlock and experience tremendous, tremendous growth. What does it mean specifically when someone says lower your defenses? Like, okay, like how can I make that practical? What can I do? What it means is just being open and receptive to others' perspectives and feedback, being willing to listen to others without immediately dismissing their viewpoints. It involves just receiving feedback even when it challenges our beliefs and triggers discomfort. It means letting go of preconceived notions and judgments, releasing the tendency to judge based on assumptions or past experiences, approaching each interaction that we have with an open mind, and giving people the opportunity to show us who they truly are. It means embracing vulnerability and allowing ourselves to be seen, being willing to share our authentic thoughts feelings, and experiences with others, letting go of the fear of judgment or rejection, and just allowing ourselves to be exposed in our most truest essence. It means recognizing and challenging defensive behaviors. It involves self-awareness and this ability to recognize defensive behaviors or reactions and being honest with ourselves about the walls that we've built and actively working to dismantle them. By understanding all of that, we can then begin to cultivate a mindset of openness, of authenticity, and take steps towards gradually lowering those self-imposed limitations that we've placed on ourselves. So what are some practical strategies that would just assist in getting through this process, grab a pen and paper if you would like to take notes. They're super simple, but if you would like to take notes, grab a pen and paper. Number one, cultivate self-awareness. Start by developing just a deeper understanding of your own defensive behaviors and patterns. So pay attention to moments when you feel triggered, like you feel your walls rising. Reflect on any underlying fears or insecurities that may be driving that. 
Number two, challenge assumptions and judgments. So practice questioning your own assumptions and judgments about others. So be open to different perspectives and consider the possibility that your preconceived notions may not be accurate. Like just entertain it. Number three, practice self-compassion. Lowering defenses requires it. It requires self-acceptance. So Treat yourself with kindness and understanding as you navigate the process of being vulnerable. Remember that it's okay to be imperfect and that growth comes with embracing the unknown and embracing just being judged. Number four, gradually expose yourself to the vulnerability process, to being open, to letting yourself be seen for who you really are. Start by taking small steps in safe and supportive environments. So share your thoughts or your feelings with people that you trust, whether it's a friend, loved one, coworker. And as you experience positive outcomes and deeper connections, then gradually begin to expand your comfort zone and embrace vulnerability in other areas of your life. Number five, it kind of builds on the last one. Just seek support from people that you trust, from trusted individuals. Surround yourself with people who create a safe and non-judgmental space for you to feel okay being vulnerable. So Again, trusted friends, family members, life coach, therapist, grandparent, it doesn't matter. Someone who can help provide encouragement as you're navigating this process. Be sure, also, before I move on to the next one, exercise discernment in choosing whom to trust and share yourself with. Not everyone has our best interests at heart, unfortunately. So just trust your instincts and make sure you're being selective in who you decide to open up to. Number six, practice active listening and empathy. Engage in active listening by fully focusing on the speaker and seeking to understand their perspective without interrupting or formulating a response. Simply cultivate empathy by putting yourself in their shoes and genuinely trying to grasp their emotions and experiences. Number seven, embrace discomfort and uncertainty. Lowering defenses involves stepping out of our comfort zone and embracing discomfort. It just involves recognizing that growth occurs outside of, you know, our familiar territory. These are things that we know. We've heard it our entire lives. So embrace the unknown and be open to the possibilities that can come with it. Now, with all of that said, there are just a couple of considerations to keep in mind. Number one, Prioritize self-care throughout this entire process. Take time for self-reflection and make sure you're engaging in activities that bring you joy and promote relaxation or in order to just help you counter some of the emotional turbulence that may come up from time to time. Number two, final thing here is it's crucial to just establish and maintain healthy boundaries. Be mindful of your comfort levels when you're sharing yourself with individuals and make sure, like, again, you trust and feel safe with them. But the setting boundaries part ensures that you protect your emotional well-being while still embracing the process. On the flip side of that, though, make sure you're also respecting the boundaries of others just as you would for yourself. So 
remember, not everyone may be ready or willing to embrace the process at the same pace. So just be mindful of others' comfort levels and allow them to navigate their own journey at their own speed. You will absolutely know when you're making progress because your self-awareness will begin to increase and you will just become more sensitive to noticing when you're being defensive or guarded in certain situations, which will allow you to catch yourself in the moment and make conscious choices to respond differently. You might find it easier to express your thoughts, your feelings and needs more openly and honestly, or notice that your active listening skills have improved and that you're showing empathy and engaging in more meaningful conversations. You may feel a deeper connection and sense of intimacy in your relations from that, or just find that others trust and confide in you more, creating a deeper sense of connection and understanding, which feels so, so good. You may notice uh, an increase in your resilience and ability to bounce back from setbacks or find yourself more willing to take risks or adapt to change and find a lesson in difficult situations. The silver lining, you may experience a greater sense of inner peace, contentment, and self-acceptance, noticing a reduction in stress anxiety and defensiveness, which leads to an overall improvement in your emotional state, right? You may have this deeper connection to yourself, others, or this higher power, which can manifest as a sense of purpose, a greater understanding of your values, or a heightened sense of gratitude and compassion, which is so, so beautiful. Progress isn't always linear, so keep that in mind setbacks or challenges will definitely occur, but don't let it stop you from celebrating even just small signs of progress. I know for me, holding on to those little wins each time I could identify progress is what empowered me to take each next step, especially in the beginning of my healing and self-discovery journey. And it provided me with something tangible that I felt I could hold on to, which I absolutely needed since before my only source of power that enabled me to get through was the hit that I would receive from external validation, something that made my self-esteem just especially fragile and perpetuated this overwhelming anxiety because I cared so much about the opinion of others more than I cared for my own opinion. And I never knew what people were going to think. So I never knew how to feel. And that was stressful. I would constantly compare myself to other people and just find a reason to feel inadequate for no good reason, which would lead to another cycle, which was, you know, self-doubt and self-criticism. I would just suppress my true thoughts, emotions, and desires in order to mold myself to fit the expectations or preferences of other people that I felt I didn't want to lose in order to shield me from rejection or more feelings of inadequacy that were self-imposed, which made me struggle to feel deep connection towards anyone, something that I couldn't have done no matter how desperately I wanted since the behavior that I was participating in kept me disconnected from my true self. And you, you can't have a relationship with anyone else if you don't have a relationship with yourself. The relationship with yourself sets a tone for every other relationship in your life. I was just emotionally unstable 
stable, keeping my defenses up and just operating with my walls up, trying to people please, compliments would, they would provide me with a self-esteem boost momentarily while criticism on the other side would just like fuck up my life and just lead to these debilitating feelings of just worthlessness and not enough, not enough over and over. I just shied away from pursuing anything with risk a lot of times in an effort to maintain this sense of emotional control and emotional stability just because my 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 feelings were so dependent on others which it it limits you and it limits your growth whenever you force yourself to stay within this bubble i i realized i prioritized the needs of others over my own values and needs which didn't cause me to lose touch with my authentic, you know, self or desires or aspirations. It just kept me further away from discovering who that person was and what her desires were and what she actually aspired to be, do, and have. And it led to this lack of fulfillment and a sense of living a life that had no meaning. And even though like I had work that I liked, I I had these beautiful babies. I felt miserable and I and I, I felt like there was something wrong with me. It wasn't until I decided that enough was enough and that I literally could not go on the way I was any longer that my life shifted. I had to make a conscious decision to make a mental shift. And in doing that, the only option was to do the opposite of what I had been doing. So if the walls were up, I had to force myself to lower my defenses and force myself to express my needs and desires, whatever was on my heart, honestly, which thank God just enabled me to build a stronger sense of self-esteem that wasn't solely reliant on external feedback. I was able to recognize my self-worth and develop some self-value and it was totally independent of others' opinions, which was completely foreign to me. By lowering my defenses and choosing to openly communicate my needs when it felt important or necessary, it enabled me to learn to embrace my authentic self, to let go of this constant need for validation and just foster this deeper sense of self-acceptance lowering my defenses, choosing vulnerability, and to speak honestly allowed me to just drop the mask that I had worn. I began to feel better because I wasn't depleting so much valuable energy showing up as this false representation of myself. I just began to make connections that felt good uh, with individuals who made me feel good and accepted me for just being me. Like it felt easy. It enabled me to develop this really strong internal foundation that allowed me to navigate criticism and rejection just with greater resilience and emotional stability. It enabled me to experience more personal growth, to become more willing to take risks and step outside of my comfort zones in order to lead a more fulfilling and purposeful life, something that this podcast is a product of and the perfect example of. It empowered me to 
protect my well-being and values, to find my voice, to foster this sense of top-tier self-respect and self-care. But it was a balancing act, all like as with all things, a balance between lowering defenses, allowing vulnerability, uh, you know, expressing myself honestly while also setting boundaries that ensured my needs were respected and my well-being was protected, which was not easy at all in the beginning. It was literally so stressful and so overwhelming that I had to force myself to make the process as easy as possible by just cutting out any potential for friction by approaching any difficult situation with the thought that my choice to speak or not or to act or not would either move me forward and toward growth or further away from my blessings that I knew the universe had in store for my life. Like those were my only options. It was either if I did this, it was this. If I did this option, it was that. I had made the decision when I first decided that enough was enough and that things had to change, that I would no longer choose choices that perpetuated any feelings of self-doubt, unworthiness, disconnection, self-betrayal, self-compromise. I mean, you name it. Anything that did those things had 0% chance of being an option because my future, my mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health all depended on it. The development of my baby girls depended on it because they were getting bigger and they were going to be learning from me. So as much as it required tremendous courage, the choice to change my behavior and lower my defenses was also really so simple. Either an action, again, moved me toward my growth and felt acceptable in my soul, making it a yes, or it moved me away from it and would cause me to feel false, which made it a hard no. So even when it hurt that I was going to have to potentially hurt someone that I cared about or going to have to face potential rejection or abandonment, making my heartstrings tug at me, my, my former people pleaser, and just this old self want to step in, I, I stayed focused on the fact that I could not go backwards because the way I was operating was not effective. It was not supporting me and it was to my detriment. It was killing me. Her way, my previous self's way of doing things was not creating a life of meaning and fulfillment. The only option was to live in the purpose that I had decided on, which was to move in accordance with whatever supported my well-being and let that thought guide every decision. And that's what I meant when I said that my choice to lower my defenses fostered this unreal top tier level of self-care It really was just about cultivating this healthier and more adaptive approach to protecting myself. Rather than putting up walls, I was drawing lines in the sand. If you listen to this podcast, you know how much I love self-discovery and lowering defenses is a key aspect of it. By embracing vulnerability and exploring our inner selves, we gain a deeper understanding of who we are, of our strengths, weaknesses, and areas for growth. For example, saying something may not feel good in the moment, right? But oftentimes later on, we realize how much lighter we feel once it's off our hearts. We realize how deeply we cared about it, not even really knowing until after the fact and realize that you know what, I guess there was an unclear, unexpressed boundary there that needed attention. We began to see tension in our body or 
just approach those triggers with um, just greater care, recognizing that there's probably potential for growth there. It's an area of just exploration. Lowering personal defenses requires a shift in mindset. It involves challenging limiting beliefs, embracing discomfort, and really adopting this growth-oriented perspective. All things that enable us to slay our inner demons and overcome obstacles and face our fears. It's like how we know that we can't create change in our lives without first accepting the current conditions of our reality, of our circumstances. We have to be able to lower our defenses in order to make space for our potential. Lowering our defenses is what allows us to tap into our authentic selves and connect with our intuition. It encourages us to cultivate self-awareness, practice self-reflection, which you know I think is everything, and engage in introspection to examine our thoughts, emotions, behaviors, and develop a deeper understanding of ourselves and our inner world, enabling us to be the best version of ourselves, which is exactly what we are here for in this show. So with all of that said, I invite you to really consider lowering your defenses and allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Remember that we get to choose our hard. Remember that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. Try to stay focused on your vision and just ensure that your decisions reflect what you want in life. So even though something may be hard or painful, just think about how painful it could be to compromise your values or compromise your vision that you have for your life. Should you feel yourself struggling to relinquish control and just lower those defenses, try this visioning technique and see if it helps. Start by finding a quiet and comfortable space where you can just relax and focus without distraction, like a cozy corner in your home or any place where you feel at ease. Close your eyes and bring your attention to the present moment, letting go of any thoughts or worries. Take a few deep breaths, inhaling slowly through your nose and exhaling through your mouth. As you breathe, imagine that you are inhaling positivity, calming energy, and exhaling any tension or negativity. Envision this radiant protective shield or bubble just surrounding your entire body. This shield can be made of any material or color that resonates with you, but if you struggle with thinking on your feet, maybe just make it like a calming, serene blue. See it as a barrier that allows positive energy to flow in while keeping out any negative or harmful influences. Take a moment from there to scan your body for any areas of tension or tightness. Pay attention to any physical sensations or emotions that arise. As you identify areas, imagine that shield that you imagine enveloping your entire body now kind of just enveloping that space, expanding and contracting, helping you to gently release and balance the energy within that space. With a clear intention in mind, affirm your desire to lower your defenses and embrace a state 
of openness and vulnerability. Repeating after me, say, I am open to receiving and giving love. I release my guard and allow positive energy to flow freely. I am open to authentic connections. I release my guard and trust in the process. From there, imagine a gentle, harmonious flow of energy beginning to just flow throughout your body. Visualize this energy as a vibrant, glowing light that moves freely and with ease, bringing balance and alignment to every aspect of your being. Spend a few moments here in this visualization, just allowing yourself to fully experience the balanced energy and sense of openness that you've created. Anytime you feel yourself feeling guarded again in the future, feel free to return to this anchoring and energy balancing technique just to help you feel more centered, stable, and present to release tension, negativity, and any imbalances that contribute to guardedness and harmonize your emotional, mental, and physical states, promoting a sense of equilibrium and openness, which all work together to support you and releasing defenses and really embracing this process of being vulnerable and lowering your defenses. Whether you struggle with low self-esteem like I did or want to deepen your connection with others, live more authentically, develop a stronger internal foundation, or just expand your horizons and really take it to that next level in your growth. Experiment with a practice of lowering your defenses and see if it doesn't result in a more profound transformation in and about you. Just see. If you enjoyed this episode and know someone who could benefit from today's message or any of the content we discussed, be sure to share it with them. As always, I thank you for tuning in. Until next time, continue to show up for yourself in a major way.